When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess. For elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. What are you eating? Cheese and C's, boy. God damn, that looks like a good. You got cheese C's and peas on there. God damn, I want some cheese C's and peas, man. Come on, C's and peas, dude. God, that looks like a good snack. These nice fucking crackers, too. These Ooh. everything crackers. Ooh, oh, those are, those look like some good C's. Looks like a pretty good pea, too. There. Looks some like pea. Pea. looks like it's a good cured pea. I'm drinking these. I, I, I've finally figured out that my favorite hard seltzer is grapefruit, and I basically just buy them for the three grapefruits, so I found out I can just buy packs of the grapefruit White Claws. I'm telling you this now before my cop's on, because I know he's going to make fun of me. Swear to Christ if this thing fucking logs me out. <laughs> oh, right away it worked. But it will log you out. Can you hear it? Yeah, I hear it. But it will log you out later on when we go to play some of these. Oh, yeah. I'm not even going to complain about you crunching those peas, cheese, and seas, man, because it looks delicious. What's up, you guys? What's up, man? What's up? Fucking my house. My house has been just falling apart. <laughs> What's we had going stuff on? That we there? wanted to do. That, supposed to start in June. You know, working on just some replacement, some fixing up front and back porch. Front porch turned in, is turning into this friggin' project. It didn't start working until October. And then, like, there's rot under the front porch oh, no. and a major thing. So we had to pull permits. And then, you know, and then there was, like, electrical and the carpenter won't touch the electrical. So I had a couple of electrical guys over here trying to find out where the wires went so they could pull them back so he Oof. could work. My fridge died. The, oh, oh Jesus. Thanksgiving. And then last night, um, I pulled up the uh, sprayer from my kitchen sink. I was doing the dishes and water was shooting out everywhere. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, my God. And that was the first. This was later in the day. And it was the first time I'd used it. And I was like, I hope this hasn't been going on all day. And I look under the sink. And thankfully, there was a package of paper towels. Mm. 
yeah. that we keep under the sink, which the water was falling on. So I had five rolls of paper towels that were completely soaked, but they soaked up all the water. Oh, yeah. that's, that's not was bad. good. But so I was trying to replace just the sprayer and I pulled, uh, you know, the, the quick lock valve off and the whole like pipe came off and then there was water everywhere. And so we didn't have a sink and I went all over town last night while everything was closing, trying to find a replacement part. Couldn't do it. Went out and bought a faucet today and the electricians had to come back today. It's been like hell here. What the hell's going on over there, Mike? I don't know, man. You know, it's all happening all at once and it has to happen on the holidays. This shit couldn't happen in June. (laughs) That sucks, You know, Merry Christmas. You got a new fridge and a faucet and and front stairs. Merry Christmas, kids. (laughs) Did I tell you guys? I don't remember the last time we recorded, but uh, the same thing happened to me in at midnight with my toilet. Did I tell you this? Oh, God. I woke up. Just, I never wake up for sounds. I'm a real deep sleeper, but I woke up because I heard a noise. Yeah. And I thought, oh, my God, one of the kids left something on the stove, some mac and cheese or whatever. So I get up and I run. And on my way to the kitchen through our hallway, I step in a puddle. Oh. And I, I realize it's the sound is water spurting out from the bottom of our toilet, like with the intake valve. And it had been going for at least a half an hour. And Jesus. so in my panic, I forgot that there's a shutoff valve under the toilet. So I go over to the toilet and just pull on the hose like a real fucking moron. And I pull it right out, and then more water starts yeah. coming out. What were you going to think? What do you think was going to happen? It, well, I, I had woken up from a deep sleep. Oh, so okay. All so you were foggy. like, half. right. Yeah. And so then I'm like, oh shit, run downstairs, shut off the water to the whole house. So I go downstairs, shut off the water, and I have to wade through water because it's our bathroom's upstairs, and it had right. been water falling for oh, like that sucks. 15 minutes all over our clean laundry. It was, but then I was like losing my shit, and my wife was like, you know what? Imagine if this happened when we were like on vacation or yeah. because it just, the hose just failed. It's just something that happens with old hoses, yeah. I guess. Oh yeah. So yeah. was it a bad fog of loneliness? <laughs> you know, it is. And I want you to tell me why, <laughs> but I, wow. I watched, I watched the whole thing live from my cellar door. I know you guys got a lot going on, but just don't let it bring you down. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll try not to. Did you look up at the ceiling, Luke, and say, see the sky about to rain (laughs) urine all over my laundry? This is our Neil Young podcast, where we mostly talk out of our ass while going through the works of Mr. Young. It's Mike Shue and the the theme song on that okay so are you really or are we just pretending no every zoom one i edit because then i can because then i can slide it over so that the snare drum kicks in during (laughs) the the bit that we end with that's called a walk up in the business is it yeah i always want to learn the terms you guys use you hit uh, the post you got to walk up and hit the post you know what i always wanted to know what what this meant what does it mean when you pot up something you pot something up the um the faders on a control board are called pots. Oh, 
So you're okay. potting something up, you know. Okay. I didn't know that. Commercials are called spots. This is what I get for not going to Connecticut School of Broadcasting. Right. You know, I went there uh, when, it was, uh, when it was in Wellesley Hills. Wow. Yeah. Very nice. When it was only $1,300. Wow. Jeez. Now it's now it's seventeen thousand dollars. <laughs> Good but Lord! They they have the old Channel Five studio and all of the latest in digital broadcast equipment. So you got to they got to pay for it somehow. Back yeah. then it was just a couple of shitty Revoxes and razor blades, grease pencil, and a cart machine. You know, <laughs> it makes sense. All from the sixties too. They probably bought it whole. You know, at a yard sale or something like that. All right. Um, Welcome to Long May You Young, the uh, one of two I know of Neil Young podcasts. Uh, the other one being Don't Be Denied out of the uh, great uh, uh, sovereign nation of Quebec in Canada. Jo- Don't Be Denied is getting a lot of plugs from us, at least one a week. <laughs> <laughs> at least every time we record something. He better yeah. be giving us a lot of French plugs. Is all I know. I, want, I was going to say, I wonder if they're giving us French right. plugs over there. Joel, you better be French plugging the shit out of this podcast. <laughs> I got a French plug when I was in Amsterdam and <laughs> I found out later it was a guy. Uh, yeah. So there's, there's only two and us Neil Young podcast people have to stick together. Hell yeah. Regardless if they're in different countries, it's, it's a Neil Young world. Yes, so shoot. What do you think of my cheese C's and P? What, what's a cheese? Is that like a butt plug? Oh, I'm sorry. Is that like it's a, called uh, a French plug? It's a French plug. His- what is that? Oh, it's pepperoni. Cheese, pepperoni, and crackers. Everything crackers. Is that delicious. what you're down to, Russ? Yeah, pretty is, much. Is that, dude. You, is that all you? It's like wasa. And I know, uh, I know you're being serious, but I mean, I know you're being silly, but that's actually really what it yeah. is. Yeah, <laughs> we should say. Speaking I can't of afford, I can't afford my. Up. I can't afford my car bill, let alone my fucking rent that's coming up soon. So. He's all bundled up and he's eating cheese and crackers in his freezing cold apartment. <laughs> you know what? Speaking of French plugs, we should give a little plug for the Rust Man. He's got some music he's going to be putting out, I think, this week. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah, I'll get it done this week. Where, where can people find it? You don't know yet? I don't know. I was actually going to talk to you about what you think <laughs> I should do. Russ is funny because he's one of the best songwriters I know, but he's so bad at this part of it. <laughs> Like, the business like yeah like getting it out to people and like it's funny. but we'll post links what russ has yeah uh, once, yeah once it's up there music he's been working on for a while right. he showed me it's really really good so it I won't think, be that well it won't be that stuff it'll see, be low lo-fi laptop see, stuff literally don't say any of that this is what i'm talking russ, about <laughs> russ you're driving me nuts and i know you're eating but talk into the microphone man all right. There yeah, but I don't want the mouth sounds. I don't want the crunch sounds. Well, the, the ASMR fans will love it. Okay, they'll be like, "Hey, have you listened to that Neil Young podcast?" They'll be like, like, "I'm Neil pretty Young. sure. I'm pretty sure Russ is eating everything crackers, a a nice aged cheddar cheese." Yeah, I can in the in a pepperoni kind of yeah, a mid range pepper. Is a Corando? I think it is. Yeah, yeah market yeah, basket. The one they the bag of Corando. The one they always have, like on the in the key uh, on those ends. Two Mike, for five bucks. Yeah. I know you're. I know you're a skinny yeah, bitch now, just like me. We're a couple yeah. of skinny bitches, but that was the fattest thing you've ever said. What? <laughs> Knowing the brand of pepperoni. He had. <laughs> I was <laughs> it up to the Zoom camera. I was like, that looks like Corando. That is definitely. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
so I do. Uh, wait, wait. That's Luke and Russ Condon from the Bandtown Meeting, and I'm Mike Shu. And then this is the uh, Neil Young podcast, Long May You Young, where we uh, we talk about uh, Deep Purple. So yeah. uh, today we're going to be uh, covering one of the. Today we're going to be covering movies. Get Back, the Get Beatles Back. documentary right. on we're Disney gonna, Plus. We're going to talk about the Beatles. We are going to talk uh, about the Beatles. We are eventually going to talk about one of the archive releases live at the cellar door. Yes. It's just lovely. Um, I thought it was great. I, I loved it too. I yeah, think I liked it's, it a lot. And there's a lot, of, there's a couple of really impressive firsts on here. And are there? what's really interesting is this, you know, you got to think about, and we try to do this, what's going on in Neil's life yes. around this particular time. And whether it was, you know, fork in the road and it was all link volt or whether it was, you know, um, time fades away and he was dealing with fame and stuff like that. And there was a lot, this was kind of like right before, this is right before harvest immediately after, after the gold rush. And immediately, I mean that like by three months he's out there doing it. And it was right after a failed attempt to record to follow up to Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young, Deja Vu. And he had just basically told Stills to fuck off. And there was a lot going on. We'll talk about it in a little bit. But um, yeah. And plus, he was getting ready for a couple of big Carnegie Hall shows. I think the same Carnegie Hall shows that they just released on a bootleg. Was that yeah. the bootleg? Yeah. I so, think so. Well, there, there, this is basically the yeah. Massey Hall's cousin, right? Kind of. I don't was this no Massey Hall was uh I don't know Massey it, yeah because he recorded Massey Hall before he went to Nashville right I don't remember yeah, the, uh, the time wait, of it well, but but I just mean like stylistically they're super similar doesn't he doesn't this uh, isn't this around the time that he releases um because because in, in it he says I uh, this is on my new record Right, right, that's after the gold rush. After the gold yeah. rush, right. Yeah, this so, was recorded in December or no actually on this day. And that we're recording right now? Yeah. Oh um, wow. November thirtieth, that's when we're recording right now. Oh, that's cool. I believe that was the first he knew. of he a knew. few nights at the cellar door. Yeah, see time traveling vampires. Hey Daryl, like, oh. they figured it out. Hey Daryl, <laughs> watch me freak these guys out. Hey Daryl, Russ is eating Garondo pepperonis. <laughs> Do we have any Garondo? <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah it was on so on this day and, and he did uh six shows at the cellar door to warm up for his carnegie hall uh shows um and the cellar door is in dc correct yeah this is in washington dc and uh russ i don't know if this was pre back injury you know, because because during oh, harvest, yeah. and I know during Massey Hall, he mentions that. Remember, right. he yeah, like says, "Oh, I don't like, to, I can't bend over because it hurts my back, and that's I might not, not get back up." That's and, yeah, that's not the same as when he went to the doctor who like reached inside him or whatever. Ew. Hmm. You sure that's not a dream you had? Did we <laughs> no, man. What's that? is it on Massey Hall? Oh, no, it's not Massey Hall. It's um, uh, fuck. But it was, I don't know. You, remember, was, you don't remember the doctor rap where he talks about. Oh, oh yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he's, it's like a, it's like that man on the moon scene. Right. Yeah. So I don't know if this is pre back injury, but he had just moved also out of Topanga and moved out to the ranch at this point. I believe. Okay. So he so, was 
He was fresh, fresh on the ranch. He had just uh, dumped Crosby, Stills, and Nash. I believe he was also either getting a divorce or getting ready to divorce his first wife, Susan uh, Acevedo. Is that her name? I, I, yeah. And then, um, yeah. so there was a lot going on so, with him right now. Plus, he was writing like crazy. He was writing you know, a he was, shit like, ton. He was, he was writing a shit ton of stuff. And, you know, he was already done with After the Gold Rush, and he was already looking, you know, for the next thing. Um, and the, fir- the couple of firsts on here are uh, his first perform- live performance of Old Man, and I believe... Is it the first? The yeah. first ever? This yeah, Old I Man is good, so. too. It's a good and, version. And, the mm. see, and See the Sky About Terrain, I believe, is also a debut. Yeah, that seems to me like it would be a debut. So, yeah. apparently, this was uh, only seven weeks either before or after Massey Hall. Um, oh. oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Seven weeks separated right. from the Cellar Door shows and another archive... Okay, no, I'm fucking <laughs> this up. But either way, this is... Why do you... <laughs> This is between between the two shows, the Massey Hall show and this one. He threw out his back on the ranch. Right. So okay, so he has this is pre back injury. Okay. So this one it was this one then probably Massey Hall, I think. We should know this. Well no, Massey Hall was nineteen seventy one. So Not that was really close. there's way too many of these archival <laughs> And you know what? Yeah, there's there's a lot of these solo acoustic like nineteen seventy. Listen, we'll leave that up we'll leave that up to Joel. We'll let the French guys handle that. Right. Also, exactly. this is technically part of the archives performance series. This is al- this album is volume two point five. Did you guys right. know that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, is it? Yes. Yeah. So it's it's like part of like volume two. I believe was live at the Fillmore East with Crazy Horse. I don't remember. And then this is two point five. And then I think <laughs> Massey Hall was volume three. Yeah, it's you know that's that's that friggin' time traveling vampire. Yes. You know Ar- Aronofsky pie. You yeah. know ordering of numbers that neil does that he learned from the sumerians when he was traveling back in time (laughs) the only thing i know about this is i love where this falls i love that this was released in 2013 even though he had already released the archives volume one but this is a great come down from psychedelic pill and a good intro into a letter home i feel like this is a good release between those two does that make sense yeah it's kind of like in in what he you know the whole it's kind of like um you know, he does these full-on electric albums, you know, like Ragged Glory. He did Freedom, Ragged Glory, and Weld. And then he was like, okay, I got to chill out. And he did Harvest Moon. You know, and yes. this is kind of like that. Like, he had Psychedelic Pill, and he's like, I think I'm going to put out an acoustic thing now. You know, yeah. not not recorded, you know, but it's, it's kind of like that same pattern. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I love, I think this was great. I listen to Psychedelic Pill so much. Um, and I think this was kind of good, especially cause I dipped into other shit. Um, I, I cheated on Neil a little bit over the past few weeks. I've, yeah, I mean, it's been all Beatles. It's been all Beatles since that I haven't fucking... watched, I haven't watched any of that yet. Oh, you haven't? Have you haven't? No, my house has been freaking yeah, that's chaos. True. That's so point. I just, I haven't had time to, to watch well, any of that. I don't know if we should talk about it. Well, though. we, we got to talk about it a little. Mike, all I'm going to say, knowing you, you're going to fucking love this documentary 
it's is eight, it mostly is it mostly Yoko Ono? Because there's that, a lot of her. So I would love that so much. There's a lot of her in it, and you're gonna hate her. Yeah. But you're, it's just there's a lot of shit in it, and we don't we won't okay. So we won't go into depth here, but I just want to at least say this one thing. I apologize for my Ringo bashing. There you go. Good boy. You guy work in the process. I'm man enough to admit when I was wrong, and Ringo is a fucking great drummer. He's a really talented drummer, a great member of the Beatles. He's a I, great guy. He just seems like a good dude. He seemed so sad <laughs> in he this did, documentary man. because I think he the, knew. the writing knew. was on the wall. I think he knew, and he was like, shit. And then know, he, he, quit also, the band. he quit the band first a long time before that. Ringo did? While no, they were record, yeah, while they were recording the White Album, he took off. He was like, I'm really? tired of this shit. And he left for a little while. Yeah. I didn't know this at all. Yeah, I yeah, there's they, so so much I do. I I thought that I knew the Beatles fairly well, and I'm realizing I don't know shit about the Beatles because they are. I've always knew, known they were a great band, but I don't think until this documentary I realized. Don't, don't tell Tyler Mahan Co that. <laughs> oh, I know. Right. He's no Tyler Mahan Co is not a, not only is he a great podcaster and country music historian, but he's one of the greatest trolls in internet history. He's a yeah, great he fucking troll. Okay, yeah. that whole podcast, you know, your favorite band sucks. That is just one gigantic friggin' troll. It's an g- incredible troll, but you notice yeah. they've never done Neil because they can't even do it. I, I challenge them to do Neil. No, Actually, because... No, because no, they couldn't anyway because that whole episode uh, on the Kershaws that he did on... Mm. on um, fucking cocaine and rhinestones yeah. the whole time he's just creaming in his pants over neil <laughs> yeah because right, yeah. fucking rules and everyone knows it and he can't even troll that neil sucks he can't even yeah. do it he but anyway do- luke i'm glad that you're i'm glad that you're admitting you were wrong about ringo i'm and i'll say too that i uh, as far as like the times that i rewound a bunch of times ringo had those moments for me really yeah, you know what a couple of them were? It was the one where uh, Linda's daughter comes in. Yeah, that, and, that and part she, was adorable. And she hits the snare and Ringo does the like. Yeah, he's fucking great. He's such it's a good so dude. It's so adorable. It's Just so adorable. Charming. I had all of them were charming as shit. And then I'm, I'm like, this is going to be And then the other, with- one, the other one, of course, was the fat. Yeah, that was great. But the, like, I thought this is going to be filled with Paul and John fucking butting heads, and you're like, oh my god, like, no, was, yeah, that was the opposite weird thing. of that. They were really good friends. Like, yeah. even towards the end, when I'm sure there was all kinds of contention, like, it was still there. I, I was just shocked fucking, at how it was kind of like the tension was with Paul and George, but well, George was super resentful. I mean, without saying this, without watching this yet, but reading about that time period george had all those songs that they wouldn't yeah. let him record they wouldn't let him put them on the album they, they gave him like one or two songs an album yeah you know and then you know he left and, and put out a fucking triple album because he had yeah. all these tunes all things must pass was a triple album yeah i didn't know that although one of the i think one side is like a jam session i'm still that. i mean that's a lot of music do yeah. you we got we we have to talk mike you have to watch it because we have to talk about it yeah we um, will we have are to talk we, about are we this. gonna do like a 
Are we going to do a Patreon episode? Yeah, talking yeah about let's just do that. All our all our Patreon Neil, con- Young, Neil Young guys talk the Beatles. <laughs> all our Patreon content is literally nothing to do with Neil Young, it's fucking, except for the first two. The first two were about the archives, and then we had uh, well, we had Adam Volick on, so that was yeah, that, that was, was good. And then we had last week we had Nails does Nils, and apparently I haven't heard that yet. Okay, well I'll give you. I haven't the, heard it either. Me, uh, Nils volunteered to help me out with a different episode nails did sorry nails nails did. Nils. i know i and uh he's he what said that fuck? did it cut out for you no no my, no. my fucking shit just logged out again <laughs> the archive hey neil if you're listening have them work on the archives because it keeps booting me out too russ fuck. like you have to it logs me out and you gotta log back in i told russ i told you before we started recording it was gonna do that of course hey, daryl they're getting locked out too. Yeah, Neil's getting locked out of his of his own. Hey, Daryl, call Volick. <laughs> call Volick. I am bummed we didn't get to hang out with him, but he sounded like he was flustered. He had to get back to Canada. So Thanksgiving is a crazy time. We I don't want to go into a crazy tangent. I was just saying. Oh, you're you know, talking about nails. Nil, nails. Oh yeah, we did nails. To, apparently, I, I nails volunteered to help me with a patron episode, um, and. I said, let's talk about your half-brother Nils' first album. And he said, of course. And then he didn't apparently doesn't know anything about it and only wanted to talk about Nails. So, mm, Of so. course. But and then we what, found... What don't you get about that? <laughs> I don't know, but I never... Seriously. Like I'm going to walk into that trap again. It's for the course with Nails. And you, <laughs> you should know that. But I will say have been dealing this. with Nails for almost a year I'm now. starting to think he's not actually related. I don't, I don't know if he is, but I don't want to confront him about it because he always has nails. I think he's using them. Nils Lofgren to, to yeah, advance his nail business. <laughs> he definitely is. Yeah, you got to be know. careful. Though. But anyway, after Nails left... If you're not careful, you're going to end up with a nail head at the end of your bed. <laughs> <laughs> after Nails left, John, you guys know John, came over. <laughs> yeah, sure. And uh, he okay. found an old notebook. Me and Le- my wife just cleaned out our bedroom and I found a bunch of old notebooks, but he found this folder filled with poetry and raps. I wrote in the seventh and eighth. Oh grade. my God. Oh, Patreon. <sighs> Come on. You got to record some of those for Patreon. Yeah, he read some you. of them out loud, including a rap. I wrote about him when I was mad at him. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, I really am regretting showing him this at all. But anyway, we get into that on the, the point is we have a Patreon and, uh, if you want to hear all our non Neil Young content, apparently you just go over to that. Except for Volick. Volick. Except for Adam, yeah. Adam Volick. No, the yeah. first, and Luke and I did covers. Yeah. Russ, you got some, you got some good, uh, response. You know what? Let me just a quick plug for the page Patreon. We yeah, have please yeah. one new, new patron, uh, Billy Baxter, shout out to him. And then we have oh, our, Billy, 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 Billy. <laughs> We have I thought our, you were going to say Billy Bass. I was like, did he tell him to get his fucking shine box? Come on. Come on. <laughs> keep, hey, Daryl, keep him here. <laughs> hey, Daryl, they're talking about good fellas. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, and then I do want to Daryl! What is that? Stop, Russ, is that you? What's that, like, noise? He's yeah, rubbing pepperoni all over his stop microphone. Stop doing that. All right. Yeah. I'm trying to fix my mic stand, but go ahead. Um, I'll mute my mic for a second. Your hands are all greasy with cheese, with beef and cheese. <laughs> That's right, baby. You sit on a throne of lies. 
All right, I'm going to fix sorry, my mic sorry, stand. Luke, I'm, I'm going to mute ahead. myself, so go uh, ahead. I liked it. Any elf <laughs> reference is allowed. Uh, then I want to thank our three members of the old silver gold tier. Um, Mark Ray, who is the non-artist formerly known as Goohead. Of course, uh. the ever-present John Locke, one of our favorite dudes. And then Craig Bait or Bite. And we... <laughs> I left a comment he did on the facebook post saying you pronounce it but he didn't clear it up uh, he so said I, so do you have it yeah, i have it that's my read. favorite part is that I he have it right here. no you said it right but he doesn't tell us so but he, but he, he gives two different words with two different pronunciations yes i think that's the joke mike he's fucking with us fuck <laughs> yeah, that guy i know you fucking moron but now on it's craig bitch then what the <laughs> fuck is that guy t- it's definitely craig bitch from now on. but no he wrote i wanted to apologize for any confusion i caused with regards to the pronunciation of my last name that's very rude of me <coughs> the easy trick i give people is that it rhymes with words like weight or height <laughs> yeah this is right that's fucking- <laughs> <laughs> oh i loved it anyway join our patron patreon.com slash long young we will get into more of the archives we're going to watch back to the future too we're going to do all kinds of fun shit i think yeah. we're even going to go over uh ben keith's christmas album yeah we should that's that's a good story too it's a great idea that's a good idea um also on social media just to get that in real quick uh we are at long may you young on instagram and also twitter we have a facebook group where uh a lot of action happens and then we also post on the neil young subreddit uh if you want to check out the discussions that go on there we appreciate everybody contributing on all of our social media Absolutely. Um, I did post this album on Facebook and a few people commented on it. So um, Kurt Kepler says, totally agree on the joy of this live album. The songs may be the same, but each one is always somewhat different. Who else would offer up these old classics and accept them for what they are? Um, Which I agree. I think this is a very, I think you can kind of feel Neil's energy in this. Um, Yeah. You can tell he's he's very excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. And he's excited. I think, you know, all of that stuff going on in his life too. Um, you know, and and I think that I'm guessing he felt really energetic because of his recent decision to depart Crosby Stills Nash and Young. Yeah, a lot. Sure. You can feel it's like he's on the good part of a crossroads, I feel like, cuz I think he is starting to enter his relationship with Carrie, I think. I don't know. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think he was, so. yeah, because he was still with his first wife when he started hanging out with her, wasn't he? Yep. Um, was it I, th- them I think that was it. Was it her that moved into the ranch while Susan was still living on the ranch? I think was so. it that, or was Carrie. it was it the other way around? Was it Peggy that moved in and Carrie was still on the ranch? I don't. Mm. I don't remember. Because remember, it was like we we said, well, that must have been a real awkward situation. What? I can't. Yeah, wait, wasn't that was that on the beach? That may have been on time. Mm, no, because if it was, then it. Yeah, I don't remember. The, the um, fucking French guys will figure it out. Yeah, listen to listen to the other you. podcast. They're better listen at that. Listen to you, part. depending <laughs> on the French. Really, we just do good every, fellas. Every Neil time we every time crossovers. we get yeah. Every time we get stuck, hey, don't forget about the Sopranos. That's, that's true. Yeah. Daryl, where's the gobbledygool? <laughs> uh, hey, Daryl, she- these guys don't know what they're talking about. Um, speaking of the other <laughs> podcast, I'm not going to read his whole thing because Joel writes a lot. Uh, 
uh, but our buddy Joel from the other podcast says, I've been digging a lot into the, those 70, 71 concerts for my own podcast. A lot of people complain that he released too much shows from this tour, but to me, they're all so different from one another. Also, they're all so significantly important because of what was happening in his life. It's just so yeah, crazy right. to be able to hear a performance from almost every major event of this man's career. Um, oh, shit. Actually, I will read this whole thing because I think he clears some of this up. He says, before leaving wa- for Washington to play these shows at the cellar door, he broke up with CSNY, he fired Crazy Horse, he divorced <laughs> Susan, and he moved to Broken Arrow. Then during his trip, he went to the movies to see Diary of a Mad Housewife and fell in love with Carrie Snodgrass. When- yeah, and that's where you get the song uh, from On the Beach. See the sky about to rain? No, the... um. The motion, motion pictures. pictures. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And also, oh, see, this is man needs a maid. That line and that verse and man needs a maid. Yeah. Also, we should just join forces and make a super podcast with Joel. Well, I, well I was going to say, I love how you, I love how you stop and you're like, actually, I'm going to read this whole thing because he clarifies things, and that's why I said, leave it to the fucking French. We don't need to deal leave with it. it. The they can deal French. with it. It's honestly, it's a good thing he does his podcast in French because if it was in English, we people would just leave our podcast. <laughs> Oh, a hundred percent. I'm sure people I mean? are still. You think people are probably people who don't speak French are probably still listening to it, just so that they can hear <laughs> Neil Young. Yeah, you I know. Like, have you guys actually listened to it yet? Uh, does I've. He, does he go? Does he go? Like, does he talk and then does he go? Bonjour, Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. Don't say that. They're speaking French. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus. All right. Anyway, that's great. Uh, Also, uh, check out Joel's Facebook group, uh, Neil Young Canadian Posting. It is constantly hilarious. Um, John Locke says another great solo live record from Neil. Pete Lacey, it was just a live album too far for me. It's great now that I've taken the time to listen to it, but I'd already got Canterbury, Massey, Riverboat, and before then, Mm -hmm. a bunch of bootlegs from around that period. And then he says, P.S. All hail the fabulous Ringo. (laughs) And those bootlegs will probably be coming out. I don't know if you guys saw in the archives when he posted all those bootlegs he had ready to come out. Yeah. Oh, and, and we took ha- them all and took all. It was just the artwork, but then he took it all down. There was like six of them, and, and most of them were, I believe, from around this time, or they were solo acoustic. He must have just recorded everything from around this time. Um, he, uh, I'll I'll just read one more because I also posted that we'd probably be talking about the Beatles because I, Mike, I thought you posted that you saw it, but I must have misread it. Um, but uh, anyway, so no, I told people posted that. That Luke hates Ringo and don't listen to anything that he posts on Facebook. He's bullshit. (laughs) I just apologized for that. So, Anyway, so Matt Devlin writes, a great album, but could have used a little more Mal Evans on the Anvil. (laughs) Which is great. If you watched Get Back. My God. But anyway. uh, Wait, Luke, didn't you say there was a new review? Oh, yeah. If you leave us a five-star review, we'll read it. Let me... Read that now. Uh, someone left a five-star review on iTunes. Um, it's uh, from Obviously Sar- very impressive. <laughs> no, I'm just pulling it up. It's from Sergeant Stills. 
Oh uh, God! The, <laughs> the review. Is, I hope is, this is really stills. The review. It might be because I think it's just <laughs> lyrics from one of the songs off the album. I'm almost positive <laughs> off the Stills Sergeant Young Band stills. album. Amazing. But the album is titled "The Shark Over There Holds No Terror." <laughs> And then that shark over there. He just writes, they call it Rapture of the Deep. Be you not afraid. You're too far down by now to be scared. 287 feet. I saw mm. Jesus and it made sense yeah. that he was there. That's from that a song, just, right? That's from, uh, what is the name of that song with that Some, shark over yeah, there? That's, uh, uh, algae, that's from, something yes. algae. Oh, mm. coral. Something coral. I, what the fuck? Why don't we remember? Why don't we remember you know every why we song don't remember? off that album? Because that album sucks. That's why we don't remember. It's, we don't we don't reserve precious brain space for, you know, detritus such as, you know, Long May You Run. Coral Except Moon. Except for that one song. Coral Moon or something like that. It's Coral Moon. Not, it's definitely not Coral Moon. I, I, think think it's co- I think it's Coconut Sunrise. <laughs> <laughs> it's Maui Wowie. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's... it's uh, <laughs> <clears throat> it's SPF 50. <laughs> uh, uh, black banana, banana boat on my neck. Black, black coral. coral. Oh, black, black coral. Okay. Sorry. I'm glad we did. cleared that up. Sergeant Stills. That's true. I mean, I was going to mention, you know, we get, you know, we'll read the five-star review. If it's five stars, we'll read whatever it says. Yes, we will. We have yet, we only got, I believe, one actual negative review that we had to read. We've probably got more. <laughs> we just haven't found them um i do want to really quickly get into some neil young news you guys if that's all right it's time for neil young news what the fuck's wrong with your voice um this is from stereo gum neil young releasing another lost album 1987's summer songs Neil Young keeps digging into his vault and finding new things. Last year, he released Homegrown, recorded in 74. And on his official website over the weekend, Young announced the existence of another lost album, a collection of tracks from 1987 that was dubbed Summer Songs. Uh, We are not sure of the exact original dates of these recordings yet, Young wrote. They were all given the same date in the NYA vaults records, but they all have a very similar unique sound to give you an idea of place and time far made in the bridge school concerts had just begun their long runs. So that's pretty cool. We got more stuff coming out, but this time from the mid eighties. So that was landing on water time. The best time, I guess. (laughs) Um, They do list some of the songs that are going to be on it. Um, The songs include in the collection, the last of his kind for the love of man, American Dream, Name of Love, Someday, One of These Days, Hanging on a Limb, and Wrecking Ball. Well, is that American Dream that he did with Crosby, Stills, and Nash? I don't know. It says, yeah, it must be because it says these all eventually made their way onto completed albums appearing on Freedom, American Dream, Psychedelic Pill, and Harvest Moon. So, um, But he said, Young says, the words of these originals are significantly different from their subsequent master album releases in oh, wow. many cases. So I'm actually pretty excited about this. Yeah, interesting. And then, of course, Barn comes out next week. Barn! <laughs> yeah. Did you see the picture that he tweeted of him and Ralphie having a cup of tea? No. During the Barn sessions? It's like them in that beautiful, you know, wood, you know, house that they yeah. recorded in. And they've, they've got like cups of tea. They're like smiling at the camera. 
That's all it said. It just said barn, and then it had that picture. Yeah, every picture just just says barn, barn, Blu-ray, caps. Yeah, Yeah. Blu-ray. I want to make that my ringtone, or at least my alarm in the morning. Barn. Oh, oh, I thought you meant (laughs) Blu-ray. That too. Can Um, I read? uh, Can I? Are you done, Luke? Yeah, yeah. I uh, got a tweet from uh, Jan Ficker Ruiz on at Long May You Young on Twitter, asking. Why don't you make your three, two, and one and cut albums from each decade? Oh, I think that's a good Patreon idea. We should definitely do that. But Say you know it again. What? I, uh, Jan Ficker Ruiz says, why don't you make your three, two, and one picks, top three picks, and your cut from albums from each decade? Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, I actually. And I, like I was thinking we should do that for Patreon, and then I'm thinking, yeah. what if Jan isn't a patron? <laughs> we take his idea and we. Make <laughs> All right, better, he better join. <laughs> oh, there you go, Jan. That's actually a great. I feel like some decades would very be easy, idea. and some would be very hard. I feel like all his odd decades would be hard, and his even decades would be easy for me. Yeah, I agree. Like the '90s. And the 70s will be hard for me because I feel like I really like a lot of his shit. Yeah. But 80s, I think, will be easier because, I don't know, and 2000s. Because a lot of it was really terrible. Mm-hmm. Not really terrible. There were some extremely terrible moments, but yeah, there was some well, good stuff too. Yeah. It's also tricky to do <laughs> to do stuff like that on this podcast because there's, like, how do you get into what, like is homegrown from the 2020s or from the 1970s? <laughs> well, you got to go. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, I guess you got to go by when it was recorded because he meant to put it out. Yeah. I don't so. know. Well, this was recorded in 1970. So, yeah, um, on this day, as mentioned earlier, yeah. November 30th I, uh, in 1970. Because, because this is similar to other albums, I don't think we have to go song by song in this. Um, Mm -mm. but I do think there's some obvious highlights from this, but, uh, is there anything else on social media that you guys wanted to talk about? No, No, that's all I had. Okay, cool. Um, I do, I think, I think for me, so when we, when I listened to this, I obviously loved it because, um, like I said, coming off a psychedelic pill, I think this was a good, a good come down and a good intro into the, into it's a letter home. But uh, I think it's if I had if we had just listened to this out of that context, I don't know if it would have stood out to me as much, except for a few things. Um, I love his energy on this. I love um, I feel like you can really kind of feel his excitement for the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's the best version of. Ex- uh, not uh, expecting to fly, also, but also uh, flying on the ground is wrong. Is so you think this is the best version of expecting to fly? I love this version. Of yeah, I do too. It's in my top three. Yeah, yeah. my top um, three are all piano. It's tunes. very good. Yeah, I I still have to say my favorite version of expecting to fly, and that's like one of my favorite songs from Neil, is the original recording. The from uh, Buffalo? Buffalo Springfield. Oh, yeah. the Buffalo one, right? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. just love it. I, yeah. it's just so dreamy and yeah it is it's a, it's, it's a cool a, one 
it's like a slowly rolling landscape, you know? Yeah. And I like this one too, but I, I kind of like all, you know, did Jack Nietzsche produce that one? I don't know. I think we talked about that. I, I thought maybe we looked it up and he wasn't at the time. Oh, I okay. don't, all right. he might've though. He could, it, it definitely has, like, it's yeah, very yeah, Nietzsche. Yeah. It's yeah. very, I'm sure they'll Scott's cover really it accurately on Don't Be Denied. So right. just learn yes. yeah. Just Yeah, just learn French. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, and, and there's more to, to it, but I don't know. What were your, your guys' initial kind of getting back into it this this week? I I love this for, you know, I've shared the, the same feeling that there's an energy in his voice. And it's it just... And he yeah. is really in in great voice. On oh yeah, album. yeah. And um, and I think that the debut the debut songs, um, he sounds actually a little timid. Like Luke, I know you were saying I love this version of Old Man. This is the first time he's singing this in front of people. It's wild. He kind of he kind of sounds yeah. And in See the Sky About to Rain, Rain he sounds timid too. Yeah, these were the first time, it was the first time he was playing these. Yeah. And when I learned that, when I was reading up on it, I, I totally went back and listened to those. I was just like, really? And I'm like listening to him. And you can kind of tell he's a little timid, you know, a little nervous about the new material. Yeah. Well, it's, al- it's also fascinating when he says, I've been playing piano seriously for almost a year. A year. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. The whole piano rap near the end. Oh my God. Is it's, so good. It's awesome. You know, like in Canterbury mm. house, that stuff is like in between almost every song, but it, this is, it's kind of, I like how it's kind of like, you know, you, you've gone through, I am a child and down by the river. Yeah. And, and you're getting kind of heavy. And then he kind of like lightens it up with this whole, you know, the Neil humor about the, you know, wanting a nine foot piano. And, that was awesome. Yeah. You know? and, and the whole like doing the, like the creepy out. noises. Yeah. Yeah. Drama. <laughs> Luke, can you go to that and go to uh two minutes and 16 in? I have, I have it, but uh, which oh, one? Sorry, Russ, is it down? Is it after down? It's fine yeah. on the ground. Yeah. Okay. So go to like two fifteen into that. All right. <laughs> you'd laugh too you know see if this was what you did for a living i just was love it? that yeah it's just completely that, like yeah. neil young's like this tortured soul singer song yeah, i love everybody claps claps for it too it's so good it just reminds you remember it's all ridiculous this is a yeah. ridiculous business oh, it's and awesome. it's entertainment and you know it's it's beautiful it, they're beautiful songs but really you know I'll I'll say this, and I don't mean this to be demeaning, but Neil is adorable on this album. <laughs> he is. No, he's. You so, know what I'm saying? He's so cute. It's God, so funny. He's cute as fuck on this album. I, he should have <laughs> called this album "cute as fuck." He should have called it "cutie pie." <laughs> he should have called it. He, he should have called it Neil Young. I'm a little cutie pie. What? <laughs> I don't get the uh, cute. Like, like so, even like when he comes out, uh, I think it's like the on the second song. He's like, "This is the first time I done that song." Or right, uh, yeah, he's kind of yeah. Me. He's just like he's, innocent he's got like and a like yeah. Kind of, it's like man, I kind of want to like come on, just like cuddle. I just want to give him a little kiss on the forehead, you know? <laughs> just get a little, just watch a little Netflix with him. I don't know. <laughs> This is going to a weird place, you guys. Oh, oh I'm oh, sorry. Now, it yeah. now it's going to a weird Excuse place. Excuse us. Hey, Daryl, Luke wants to fuck me. 
<laughs> oh, I didn't, I didn't say that. that. I said he's adorable. It's <laughs> fucking adorable as shit on this record. And you know it's true, Mike. You're getting all no, red I, over I, there. Adorable's not the word I would use. Okay. Maybe maybe a little timid compared to something like Canterbury House, where he's just like he's he's up there like Dean Martin. Yeah. Oh, and he's cracking jokes and telling funny stories and he's quick about it. And, you know, maybe that was a cocaine night. I don't know. Yeah, but he's doing that on this one too. Like the whole. Not like that though. But they also cut a bunch of his like kind of raps in between shit too from this. So I think, which I'm happy they did because I think too much would have been overkill. But it's just the right amount that I'm like, ah, goddamn, Neil, you're really turning me red here. I want to take you out for Valentine's Day. I think it's just his like he. You just heard him do one. He does like these little giggles, you know. Yeah, these cute little giggles. <laughs> yeah, like these. I don't know. Adorable <laughs> wouldn't be the word. Well, you but. know, tomato, 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 adorable. <laughs> Whatever you need, man. I'm just saying. He's fucking. He's fucking giving it to me good on this album. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Stop it. And then, but then, like, like first of all, okay cinnamon girl holy shit like and then it's yeah. so good on piano i also read somewhere really? this is the only time he's ever done this on piano now is it the only time he's ever done it or the only time it's been recorded only time it's been recorded but then i, I the don't end, know I, no i'm just i'm just trying to figure so would like as if this is the only time he played this on piano then he liked it about as much as i did because I didn't think that was I, that's the weakest oh, track on this album. Strong disagree. I, this is my top in my top three. Cinnamon Girl. Really on Be- piano? Yeah, because it's so kind of unique. I, no, because you no. The only reason why you like it is because at the end he goes, "I never played this one on piano you damn, before." You goddamn right it is. <laughs> does, he just, sound, does he sound like uh, what's his name? Hubert from Family Guy. Pay my arm just for you, Lukey. You want to come in for a cupcake and a glass of wine? No, he doesn't. That's, that's right. It's just for you. No, he can That's <laughs> not a Canterbury house. You know, he's all giggity goo. You know, and then this one, he's you know. <laughs> I can't. I can't watch Family Guy anymore. Why? Have you Have you seen the South Park episode where they make fun of how they make Family Guy episodes? No. You okay? Well, I'm. You got to look it up because I'm not okay. going to do it justice. But the the point is, Family Guy. The writing staff just has manatees go over and pick random balls of things, <laughs> like subjects, and then and then they bring them over. And so then they're like, "Oh, the manatee brought over a chalkboard." So then the person, and then another manatee will bring over 1974, and another manatee will bring over like washing my clothes and then so peter would be like oh that reminds me of the time i lost my chalkboard in 1974 and it's just it ruined every episode of family guy for me mike you'll love you gotta just google south park family okay anyway i just i just love neil on this i just love neil on this record i love neil and i love neil on this record he's somehow like balances innocence and confidence in a way that i can't can't even handle he does and for someone at this point who's who's been doing it like professionally for how many years at this point like five years anyway 70 i mean like 65 right is that when buffalo springfield started something like that you know plus plus what he was doing in canada before he went to california you know it's it's not like he's a he's like a, a rookie at this point you know what's wild? and But not he still keep... sounds like it. You know, he has that, I'm just agreeing, you know, saying he has that, sounds like that innocent 
kind of timid guy. Like I can do this thing and I don't think it's great, but people seem to like it. So, okay. <laughs> See, that's not adorable. <laughs> you know what's wild though, and not to keep bringing it back. Cause we will eventually cover the Beatles on this Neil Young podcast. But I was thinking about this, watching this documentary because the Beatles broke up in 70, correct? Mm-hmm. That's when Neil started his solo career. The Beatles were already done, and then Neil started his solo career. It's just wild to think about. Yeah. I don't know. Are you, are you saying there's a connection? Um, well, I mean, Neil loves the Beatles, obviously, Lo- especially right. Paul. Like, I mean, all of them, I'm sure, but like, he's done but, stuff with Paul. I don't know. But is, is there a Sopranos connection? Of course. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. To the Beatles. Because Paul McCartney's nickname was Polly Walnuts. I think. No, don't call me Polly Walnuts, please. <laughs> I love you too, Johnny Cakes. Hey, George. Hey, George. They're calling me Polly Walnuts. It's George Martin, of course, not George Harrison, you know. <laughs> hey, Linda. They're calling me Polly Walnuts. Oh, drums. Hey, Ringo. Play the drums. Will you? Stop. <laughs> Russ, Russ is like. No, yeah. that's what Russ says. So Not he impressed. can stall and think about how to add to the bit. That's a that's a classic Russ move. That's a CRM right there. Well, um, the the rap before flying on the ground is wrong. I'd put that in my top three. I, you know, I'm going to do that. I'm going to take that liberty like we've been taking lately. I'll put that in my top three. Just the rap. I would put Just, the whole, that whole song is my number one. Flying on the ground. Is it really? Yes. Hmm. Okay. It's great. That song is great, and I know that song's been creeping up on this podcast the past bunch. Yeah, of but this isn't the best version of that song. I really like this version, though, and I like his explanation in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Also, did no, I agree with Richie you. Write this song. I think Richie wrote this song. I don't think so. No, I think I feel like. Richie well, I'd look it up on Neil Young archives, but it <laughs> logged me out. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. I'll look it up right now. It's not on, the song is not on Wikipedia, which is annoying. Uh, which is adorable. Oh, no. Written by Neil Young, but Richie did the vocals in the original song. Obviously, oh, okay. it's not a Richie song because Neil covers it a ton, and that would be yeah. an issue probably. Who, who, what do you, sorry, who do you mean by Richie? Richie Furey. Richie Furey. Oh, oh. Richie Furey. Foo-ray. Foo-ray. What other stuff did you guys like on here? Um, I like Bad Fog of Loneliness a lot. I do like that one a lot. It's That's one good. of my favorites. Yeah. Um, I like... I, I uh, What was the other one I liked? Yeah, shoot, I, I liked Expecting to Fly, but I don't think it was my favorite. You know what I love the most about Expecting to Fly, this particular version, is the ending yeah where he's he's slamming those notes yeah and he's making it super dark and foreboding yes. at the yes. end you know yeah. it's like it's like the buzz is is gone somebody killed the buzz and i just yeah. love so how that good. song just turned around yeah in, in a second and just became this dark and like nemesis or menacing that's the word dark menacing tune and I think that's he, he was just having fun because he keeps doing it. He was just pounding away and creating tension. And I think he was he was getting off on that. Mike, you love it when someone's really pounding away and getting off. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I just wanted to make sure that you're going to use that as a drop. 
Probably. <laughs> Actually, no, because it's Zoom, and so it'll be. Oh, it'll be Mike going. Yeah, I just love because he was po- <laughs> pounding away <laughs> in there, little, 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 little sex. Yeah, and then, and then there's a. Uh... <laughs> yeah, that's a classic. <laughs> um, no, that that that's why expecting to fly isn't. You know what? I'll break the mold here. I know we do it at the end. Here's my top three. All right, yeah, let's get into it. Top let's three right that. now, Russ. Okay, put the pepperoni down. Put down the goddamn Cardano pepperoni or whatever. I'm looking at that's Corando. Whatever. I'm on archives on my phone because if I do this, it, I lose. Yeah, it, it keeps you on. I can. I got my three. If you want yeah, me to go, go for it, man. Go, Luke. All right, yeah. my my three is expecting to fly. My two is Cinnamon Girl, and my one is flying on the ground is wrong. The whole wow. thing. So, mm-hmm. and my cut song, as controversial as this is, down by the river. Oh, really? Wow. Because it's been done, and maybe again because I've heard it twice now he did it on young shakespeare i think did he do it on massey hall like i've just yeah. this year i've kind of been saturated with this kind of slower version of it mm-hmm. so and i love i still don't think any version of down by the river has come close to his original version it's uh, one of oh, my favorite on everybody knows this is nowhere yes oh yeah not nothing yeah. not so, even fish no not even the version he did with fish <laughs> yeah i i agree and that <laughs> <laughs> sorry no it's all right um and now i just think i think it was interesting the first time i heard it and if i had heard this first i wouldn't feel the same way and i do love it i think it's great but it's not for for this one i love kind of everything else on it but those are my three and then probably if i had to pick a fourth it would probably be either bad fog or old man so well i have see the sky about to rain as my number three really i love this version his piano playing's great it's super, I don't know. It just, it really creates, yeah, a picture. Like it it's, it's shimmering and it's beautiful and it, it creates a totally different mood. I mean, it's, yeah, it's completely, obviously completely different from the on the beach version, which is really heavy to me. But on here for somehow the song is hopeful. It has a hopeful tone to it. Hold on. You think it, the on the beach version is heavy? Yeah, not sonically. Just he, he, it's just the way he sings it and the, the music behind it, the way it was produced, it just has this kind of like very depressing okay. kind of super, that whole album is sound. It has such a lonely sound to it. Yeah. Uh, but this one with just the piano and the way he's playing it, and it just sounds a little more hopeful. Like, see the sky about like, I'm going into yeah. a bad place, but you know what? I'm going to come out the other side and it's going to be better. Okay. As opposed to, I'm going into this bad place. And I don't know if I'm coming back. I get that. You know what I mean? And Rusty Kershaw is like riding me like a wild hog. <laughs> you know, so that's, so I love that. And then my number, uh, my number two is Bad Fog of Loneliness. I love this version of this song. This is a great it, version. Yeah. And this is something that didn't make it to Harvest. I believe he recorded this in Nashville and. It never made it to anything. Yeah until well like officially yeah, like like the archives i think was the first time was it yeah i think so what, no it was on massey wasn't it oh i think so but is that part of the archive i mean who knows yes that is <laughs> massey is part of the archives it's uh <coughs> it's a uh, volume eight ver uh single negative 1.9 on the richter scale 
I was talking to Confucius about the I Ching, and he told me the order of numbers I should use to create great <laughs> peace among the galaxy. And then I was talking to the Maharishi. I gave the Maharishi $35. It went to the organization. And then they turned it into a, a, a Picasso wallpaper on Blu-ray. <laughs> and then my number, my number one is expecting to fly. Okay. I just love it. I love it. And I love the ending where you just all, you're just all of a sudden like, what happened? Yeah. The ending it's kind is of like you're, at, you're, you're having your taught you're on a date or, or you're at a party or something. And then yeah. all of a sudden there's like sh- shit just goes down. You have no reason to, you know, why it happened. And then just those notes at the end. And I'm just it's like, Oh my God. I love yeah. it. And I yeah. just, for some reason, I just see him smiling, having fun doing that. Like, creating a tense mood it it reminded me of something and i can't the ending did and i can't f- remember what it was i wish i had written it down was it allentown by billy joel nope <laughs> definitely oh, okay. not that just guessing um and my cut song would be cinnamon girl hmm. really yeah all right that's my least favorite i mean I, like kind of like how you feel about down by the river not that i'm Although not like because I've heard it so much. This is the first time I'm hearing it. But it's just, I don't know. It's, as far as everything on the album, it's, that's the weakest thing, I think. Russ, can you play a little of Cinnamon Girl? Do you mind? Mm. I just, I'm surprised by this, Mike. I just, I just really, this one just hit me in the right way. I don't know. You're too busy being mesmerized by his, you know, adorableness. <laughs> you always have to go there. Yeah, we just... Luke's Luke's camera pans down. He's just writing Neil with hearts all around it, over and over again. Really fancy script, Miss yeah. Mrs. Neil Young. <laughs> Mrs. Neil, come Young. on, he's my cinnamon Neil. What do you want, Luke Young? <laughs> is a highlight i i don't know it's it's so unique i've never heard cinnamon girl like this before and it just i just really love it i just think it's interesting that it's I, I admire that he's trying something different and i think his his singing is great yeah it's and really i like good. it but compared to everything else on the album it just doesn't you know it's the cut song for me it's fair that's, that's fair but his singing you know if you heard him there <laughs> i love the way he sings so it, great yeah. about archives and the high res not only can you hear every string he's touching but you can really hear the, the nuance in his voice. So, you know, every little breath and the way he's trying to bend his voice. And it's just, it's, it's particularly so, on this one, it's really good. This one, Massey Hall. Let me ask really you guys great. a quick question, Russ, before you get into your top three. Why do you think this wasn't part of the archives? Why do you think he released this a few years after separately? Do you think there's a reason or do you think it's just like... I think he knew that we were going to be recording this exact day. <laughs> On the day it was released, and we weren't going to realize it until we were recording right. it. Yeah, 
Yeah, the day he recorded it, he sat up on stage and he's like, "Those fucking guys, they're gonna blow. I'm gonna blow their minds." <laughs> I I actually don't think Neil Young knew that, but you know who I think did know that? David Chase, Yo Yo Ma's cousin, Lil <laughs> Lil Nepetiz. <laughs> Jesus. All right. This isn't part of the archive series. It's part of something. No, it says performance series. Performance series, which are kind of part of the archives. I don't know. It's all made up. Right. He's just... It's just fucking... He's, you know what happened? He's like, oh, shit. I need Christmas presents for for Ben. <laughs> and he's just got all this shit he's sitting on. And he knows that a bunch of morons, like, not morons. No, yeah, mor- no morons. Yeah, morons. He's yeah. like, they're going to eat up whatever I put out. Like, he could be like... He knows we're like, there's going to be people like us discussing it ad yeah. nauseum. Like, why 2.5? What does yeah. that mean? Yeah. <laughs> Just put Consult it out. The, They'll think it's adorable. Consult the book of numerology. <laughs> what was Neil really saying here? It's, right. It's Holy fuckballs, 2.5? Where are you at? <laughs> Speaking of numerology, where are you at in the, in the Sopranos, Mike? Oh, I, it's been a while because there's so much shit been going on Ooh. that I haven't really had a good sit down and watch TV. You got to get back into. It. You still on I know. two or three um, season two. No, or three? I'm getting. I'm into three. Okay, I'm, at, I'm on the first episode of four season four. Now. I think the last one I saw was that one they did where they've centered on the FBI's effort to bug his house. Oh yeah, yeah. It starts with that doom 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 doom. Yeah, yeah. And then it goes. That's the best part of that episode is the blend of those two songs. So, I'll be watching oh. you. It's so yeah. good. But otherwise, that episode is just like, eh, that episode's all right. Season three is top, top-notch Sopranos. I think one of my favorite episodes is in season three. So, yeah, anyway. it's Pine Barrens. No, it's not my favorite in season no. three. What do you like, the Bacala's dad with, with uh, Burt Young? No, that is a great one, though. No, That's it's a good the, episode, It's man. the one where Melfi gets, I don't want to oh, say yeah, anything. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't yeah, want to yeah. say anything in front of yeah. like. Anyway, Russ, what do you, what do you got? <clears throat> um... I, so the thing that I, the, about expecting the fly to Mishu that I, I also really like the end, but I can tell that he's, it seems like he's never either, the, you know how he does the like pauses? Mm-hmm. They're like yeah. extra long. Yeah. That's what I love. He creates a tension. Yeah. The note and the But pause. I feel like it's because yeah. he's trying to find the chord. No. Oh, no. I know. I, I, I feel like he's like getting his hands in the right place for the cord. I half agree with you. Yeah. I half agree with you. I think he decided to try it. And, and then, the re- and then it's like, Oh, I got to get my hands here. And then just kept playing it going. Yeah, that is good. Yeah. yeah. And I think for that moment and maybe why it's, this, maybe. I get the feeling from it that he just kind of forgot he was playing live and he was just yeah. doing it. You know, or I think he really loved playing that piano. Sure. Yeah. And that's why he did that rap at the, at the end. And like, he probably hit it and said, wow, that sounds really good. Piano sounds good. He did it again. And he's like, this piano sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. You know, (laughs) and he just kept doing it. Yeah. I I love that. I think that's a great twist at the end of the song. So is that your three then Russ? No, I, I, I was, it was going to be in my top three, but I, 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 I don't know. Yeah, I really, I really like it, and there's things about it that I really like. But then some of it, I'm like, I don't know. I just like the other version. I think so much better that, like you said, Shu, that version's so cool. 
like the original version is so it's so beautiful captivating that um you know but it's not my top three i just wanted to talk about that because we were just talking about it and i thought of it um oh while i'm thinking of this though russ i'm sorry let me no you're fine yeah i did want to like i said i did want to include the um the piano rap and the dope rap at the end right and so since uh i'll make that uh instead of my three I'll make that my 2.5. Wow. Oh. I love it. Yeah. I, Take that, that, Neil. That rap is great, too, because honest to God, I had no idea that's what this song was about when he gets into, like, I was just talking about friends who do drugs, mm. and then they stop doing them. <laughs> you Gra- keep doing Grass, drugs. mostly. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it is weird, too, that then probably only months later, he writes, or not months later, but... What was da- Needle and the Damage done on? Was that Harvest? That was Harvest, right? Yeah. But he recorded it during the tour that Massey Hall was part of. So that was, oh, yeah, a year tops after yeah, this. That was, yeah, that was like 71. But it's right. interesting. Maybe just, a and, year. And not that it, his, his take on grass changed, but like just drugs or, I don't even know, like what did dope mean in the fucking 70s? Well, dope meant then that that's what they just called weed remember weed back then was just like it had the stigma of heroin yeah yeah and um and he you know later on you know he he would say that's what killed the hippie dream was the hard drugs Hmm. you know even though he probably did his mountains of cocaine um you know if he didn't do that we wouldn't have zuma yeah but um, Great. So but he always said it was the hard drugs. And if we didn't like have Zuma, after a while, we wouldn't have the titty bird. So. That's right. And if we didn't have the titty bird, this podcast would not exist. And that, we'd that all be true. speaking French right now. You're damn right. Call me bastards. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let me do my top three. Here we go. Okay. Sorry, Russ. Well, uh, hold on. real quick, Russ. I just want to say it is interesting in yep. Needle and the Damage Done. He yep. talks about the, a cellar door. I yep. just think that's yeah. a thing that we shouldn't just overlook. So wow. that's cool, man. That's it's cool. all once. It's all the same song. <laughs> anyway, it's, it's all it's all the same song. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Russ. Sorry, I want to interrupt. Hey, Daryl, I'm still thinking about Carando pepperoni. <laughs> you think they got that at Demula's? They don't, have De- they don't have Demulas in fucking no, they, Redwood they City. Ralph's? <laughs> How about the Piggly Wiggly? <laughs> no, that's, um, only, that's only the South. All right. My number... Th- I, think my th- I think Shu and I have the same three. I also have See the Sky About Terrain. Because, um, I, I mean, I love that song to begin with. On the Beach is, is probably my favorite album. But, like... That's a good one. I love both versions, especially since that's a you know that's got Levon and Rick in it. But this version, it just is so different, and I love his voice in it, and yeah. I love I love the emotion in it. Um, and yeah, it's just it's cool to hear him playing it. You know, like it's yeah. just it's a very cool, very uh, unique version. And then after the Gold Rush is another favorite of mine. Oh, and yeah. I, well, I don't even mean the the song. I mean the record. And this this record cellar door helped me like remember russ don't forget you love the record after the gold rush like a lot you know like these songs i recall i recall luke saying this is probably his best after this is definitely his best yeah i did say i i think then you did then you said it after harvest 
And after time fades and away. And then time fades away. <laughs> this might yeah. be his best. And but after the, the gold rush has always been, after the gold rush and on the beach are always been, have always been battling it out for me. Um, so when I heard this record, I was like, oh yeah, man, these songs. So I would actually have to put, I think I'd put, um, don't let it bring you down. And I know that's timely cause I just posted a cover of that. So I, so that would be my two. Russ and did I, just post a cover of that on patreon.com slash long may you young. And yeah. I do, Russ, I just want to really quick, I'm glad that you said that because you had some comments immediately. Ricky Harvey, who is a patron just wrote absolutely gorgeous. Well done, Russ. Thank you. Oh, um, nice. Sarah Lynn Carlin wrote one of my favorites, nailed it. And then Craig bitch <laughs> <laughs> wrote haunting. Well I done. Think, I don't think that's what he's paying for. <laughs> <laughs> Craig Thanks, bitch. Craig bitch. <laughs> hey, Craig bitch. <laughs> I hope if he changes his name on Patreon to Craig bitch, we're sending him merch. I he's a hero. He's gay. He's a goddamn hero. <laughs> also, we need to pick a patron to, to win the thing. But anyway, and my, no, and my oh, number one, funny is bad fog of loneliness which i would like to play some of because i think we all really like that too that's your one though huh that one yeah man it just got me that's a good tune really fucking got me yeah it's just so young neil you know yeah it's adorable young neil (laughs) bad fog of loneliness put a cloud on With Luke <laughs> from Luke. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I just think it's it's so so pretty, and you're, you're I, I think me. it's a goddamn shame that this song just never had its chance. It never saw its day. But and so I, it's such great writing. I I love this song. So Russ, I I was thinking the same thing, but then I also thought, I think, and not that this would have happened. But there's a chance Jack Nietzsche could have ruined this song. You know That's what I'm true. saying? That's actually true, yeah. Can you imagine this with like Disney Princess shit? Oh my behind god. It? Yeah. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. And fog my- of loneliness. I know. With a choir and, and all not, that and shit I, and a glock and strings and, 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 yeah. and I do think Jack Nietzsche, not that he like I think he's got some real great highlights on some of Neil's earlier stuff, but I do oh, think... Oh, well, Old Laughing Lady. Old Laughing Lady. Yeah, old Laughing Lady. You is, can't is, deny Old Laughing top Lady. top notch. I mean, yeah, the that's, studio version yeah, is unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Yeah. The whole, like... Yeah, the gospel thing. Oh, it's so, so good. Oh, so yeah. good. You know what? That's let's start the shit, podcast man. over. Let's go back to the first <laughs> yeah, let's, yeah, let's do that one. Um, I have a probably a bit of a controversial cut song. Um, my cut song would be I Am A Child, only because I feel like it's on every single archive... I hear that song on every, every, he does it at all, like in every of these old live ones. It's always there. I think I, I feel that way about Tell Me Why or. No, Tell Me Why. I lo- I almost made Tell Me Why my. I love that song. I just think it's on I don't all think of them. he does it on all of them. I am a child. I, I feel like I feel it's like either I hear that all or the time. On the Way Home. He does one of the, he always starts. And the, maybe that's just. Yeah, On the Way the Home's not on here. I know, but I'm just yeah, saying. That's, no, I'm just saying that's, yeah, you're right. Because that's usually on on yeah. these especially around this time period but yeah. yeah i think i am a child is on every single one of them is it really i feel like it is i mean obviously it's probably not but it just feels like it is and i love the song are there 
sexual connotations in I am a child. Luke, you need to get out of this mindset today, dude. Okay. I am a child. I last a while. You know? Oh, you, are you saying Stephen Stills made, helped you, write this song? You can't conceive <laughs> oh, yeah. of the pleasure. Do you, yeah. I'm just saying, like, that there's shit, a maybe over there. <laughs> maybe Neil's got a kink. my hair. Yeah. Oh, what, what was the original thing that I thought it was? Neil's, probably, got, a, Neil's got a kink. He likes to pretend to be a little re- child. Remember, it's fine. Don't, don't kink out. shame. Do not I'm kink not shame. kink shaming. I don't even think this is a sexual album. I think this is an adorable album, and I'm weird. weird I'm weirded out that Mike doesn't agree with, agree with us. I don't think it's a, an adorable album. <laughs> <laughs> don't you want to just drink a little hot cocoa with me? Listen, she was just not a child. She was not a child. He can't I'm get. Grown, I'm a full grown man. Yeah. And I'm you a full ain't talking right. <laughs> God, you gotta put my big boy, my big boy pants on. <laughs> yeah, Luke. He don't talk no shit. Luke, you're really freaking me out. I'm freaking with... you out. I'm just having. I'm just having an, a moment where Neil's usually fierce, or he's like very silly, like, really, earnest, really silly, sad, melancholy. But this one, I'm just getting a good, adorable vibe between the songs. So. It's another sign of Neil Young. And I'm tonight <laughs> on the Lifetime Network. Delilah here. I just want to tell you about Luke Luke just wrote in. <laughs> dear Neil. <laughs> dear Delilah. Dear Delilah. <laughs> dear Delilah Neil. Dear no, dear Delilah. I've been on again, off again with my beau, Neil Young. This is a bad oh, Delilah God. impression. Mike, have you ever met Delilah? Never met Delilah. No, what I've a heard shame. a lot of her. Delilah, what her uh, her meltdowns? If they're anything like Casey Kasem's, you know, oh, that'd like, be great. That'd be good. Coming out of an upbeat song with a goddamn death story. <laughs> All right, what All the right. fuck? All right, we don't need I like to. This, I like this. How our our top three? Well, Russ and I have similar top threes, but how we we really differ in opinion on a lot of different things about this record. Yeah. And I like that, whether they're different in the way where we have good well, you, opinions, but they're different. Or you, and we Russ's weren't, you and Russ's weren't that similar. I no, think I did, we different. just had the one, this one, just yeah. to see this, this guy. Which, yeah. It's great. It's great. Here on piano like this. See the sky about to rain. I mean him solo piano. Uh, I just want everyone to know Luke is listening to this and he's hugging a teddy bear with Neil's face <laughs> taped to it and real close to his head. Available soon at the Long May You Young podcast.com merch page. Teddy Neils. Me and Neil are... Neil full body pillows. Yeah. We're snuggled up listening to this and watching Monsters University. What do you want? It's adorable. It's an adorable night. <laughs> What are we doing? What are right. you doing, Luke? You're freaking us out, man. Russ was like on board with me. Like, <laughs> I was. I thought, I thought you did this because you love the music, but no, you, you just you want to be with Neil. <laughs> I do love the music. You want to make it with Neil. <laughs> Ew, don't say make it. Weird. <laughs> All right. We should just, he wants to go steady with him. <laughs> right. He wants to take him to a movie. This ain't yeah. saved by and the And then bell. buy him a malted afterwards. Saved by the Neil. <laughs> 
screech young. Hey, hey, preppy. Jesus. All right. Hey, Daryl, did you know anybody from Saved by the Bell? <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. Then. All right, we're yeah. descending right. into nonsense. Uh, thanks Shoot, for listening, good luck. everybody. Shoot, good luck with your house. Thanks. Your house yeah, hopefully I'll, the house will still be standing. And yeah. uh, by the time, what what are we doing next? Is that Letter Home? I think it's Letter Home. I mean, we'll have an archi- uh, Patreon episode in between. I'm not sure what we'll do, but it'll be either a Neil Young album or it won't be. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be oh. Get Back. It'll be the Beatles. Yeah, who knows what it'll be. But uh, definitely patreon.com slash Young. We do some fun stuff over there. And check and, and Russ and me do covers once a month. It's great. Um, and, uh Yeah. I don't know. And then where, where can uh, the public see you uh, guys play next? You got a big New Year's show coming up, right? The Bull Run, yeah. it is getting close to being sold out. We sell it out every year. This is the first year where I'm not sure because it's our first pandemic Bull Run, but it's always a fun time there. Good, uh, good alcohol, a good vibe. Good sound. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's smart. Just the place before you go there. The sound guy's listening. I don't care. Oh, you want some shit. good sound, Luke? Okay. I'll, I'll say this publicly. No, I won't. Never You'll mind. get nothing but snare. <laughs> Russ knows how hard I'm biting my tongue right now. God damn. Jesus. Sorry I brought it up. Ugh. Mike, you yeah. should come to that show. Come to that I show. I think it's exciting fun. you're playing on the same stage that the Tubes played. <laughs> That's the awesome. Tubes? They better the not tubes. be a ska band. You don't know the Tubes? The no. Tube Rays. You don't know uh, She's a Beauty, One in a man. No, I love how like very Sounds famous like people have played Sounds on like the bull run song. stage, and Mike goes with the tubes. The tubes. Talk to you later. <laughs> White punks on dope. You ever hear that one? No, like Jonathan oh, Edwards is playing you want the from bull life? run, and Mike's like the tubes. The two. Go when you go there. Ask the dude about the tubes. I'm not going to ask the dude about anything. You're not yeah, even going to get he'll, sound in he'll get, microphone. He'll get we'll, going. We'll right, get man. we'll get heated. It's happened All in right. the past, Mike. But oh, you should yeah. come to that show. That's the bull run in Shirley, Massachusetts yeah. on New Year's Eve. If you has you so. even it's seen Town Meeting Eve. play live? No, he's never done. No, he well, just on your, um, just on your uh, live stream you did during the pandemic. Uh, uh, that was terrible. Mike, come to the bull run. We'll get you in, buddy. That's okay. <laughs> Bring Josh. <laughs> Josh will, I think Josh will be there anyway. Oh, my God. We won't oh, get Josh, Josh in. For, be, if Josh yeah. Dolan's going, then I'm going because I want to He make will, but scene. we're not comping him, but we'll comp you. You know, Josh Dolan. Josh Dolan's pretty adorable. He is adorable. Yeah. Adorable. All kidding aside, he's fucking adorable. Yeah, he is. Don't you just want to squeeze him? I have. Why don't you change breaking the ice to squeezing the ice? Squeezing, squeezing the, the ice. Squeezing the, the ador- Josh. How about the adorable ice? Oh. Yeah. Uh, All right. Sorry, but there's nothing adorable good. about Isaiah. All right. On that note. All right. <laughs> All right, I'm well, burning bridges left and right here. for yeah. listening. Go to the website, longmeyoung. Yeah, Luke, why don't you just never mind? <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> all right, patreon.com slash longmeyoung, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that shit. We love yeah. you guys. Yeah, follow us, communicate, right. buy merch, please. All right, <laughs> all right, bye everyone. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? 
not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.